Well, hello and welcome to Watch What Crappings, a podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on Yield Bravs. I'm Ronnie, Ronnie Karam, and here I am with Ben, Ben Mandelker. Hello, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you doing today? Good. Welcome to your show. Oh, thank. Welcome to your show, Ronnie. Don't be a silly head. <laughs> it's our show. Our Guess show altogether. What? Today, what? we do not plug the tour because we finished we just finished our hunky dory tour 21 cities across america finished in texas last week it was so much fun i had a great time thank you to everybody who came out and supported us in that thank yeah. you to everybody supporting us in this just listening thank you to everybody you know what just for being you okay yeah for being with it us. was it was a wonderful experience you know um Sitting there at the end of the Dallas show, I, we both kind of just like sat there for a beat. You guys, you, you guys were so warm to us, but just reflecting on the tour, which was rigorous, fun, amazing. It was just like, you know, it was hard work, but it was so worth it. And um, then also just reflecting on 10 years. You know, I couldn't have I couldn't have picked a better person to spend 10 years with to be my work husband. And uh, I'm Aww. like, just I'm very I'm very grateful. And I do think that like the accidental poetic nature of it starting in new york my home state ending in texas in your home state we had the the crappies was this big crazy thing we had this crazy road trip across texas for the finale it was just really special and it was really wonderful and you know i was very um i, I was just like i was touched by the whole thing and i also appreciated um the uh the breadsticks that we got immediately afterwards too that was a nice touch yes in dallas you know i love that texas has become a place where you can get cauliflower cheesesteak i mean you know <laughs> things move fast i know there's a lot of things to work on in this country but you know a lot of things happen very quickly because that never would have happened when i was growing up you know and i was like god we've come so far as a country as a state as a country um but yeah it was a really great time thanks to everybody for being with us um and we'll be back to regular episodes for a little bit here until we start yeah, again the fall yeah regular schedule regular episode regular schedule it's been great also congrats to deep ellum the the neighborhood in dallas for apparently being populated with nothing but men with gigantic booties that was insane i was like what is happening in this little neighborhood congratulations a lot of squats being done in deep ellum okay deep squats <laughs> deep squats do ellum is a synonym for squats apparently deep album <laughs> like that and was some deep squats <laughs> you guys were doing and thank you, by the way, to Dr. Tiffany Moon, who came and graced us with a final uh, toast for yes. the, to send off our our, uh, our tour. That was really awesome. She was so nice, and her candles actually smell. What we've had some really good candle luck on this trip. I have to say, we really. I had a rant a few months ago about candles, but honestly, we've had some killer candles. And you've been given nothing but candles since. Yeah. Yes, that's what happens. <laughs> we got a good six or seven candles on this one. Yeah. Um, so thanks again, everybody. Really great time. Um, let's get into Top Chef because it was oh, wait, a huge. One, it was a huge thing, but I just want to remind that we, uh, we do have one thing to remind you that uh, tonight is Take a Seat. And that's going to be on at 10 o'clock on the East Coast, 7 o'clock on the West Coast. Uh, no longer Green Room. It has been rebranded into Spotify Live. So, um, yeah, come join us. It's, we always have a fun time. Don't know what we're going to talk about just yet. But, oh, wait, there was something big that happened last Something Something big happened last week. Well, supposedly Faith is going to sue Lala for yeah. some old Vanderpump Rules goss. Oh, um, Ashley and Michael Darby. Yeah. 
there's plenty of stuff to talk about tonight. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, there'll be tons of stuff to talk about. So here we are with Restaurant Wars, uh, Top Chef, big episode every year. This year, I like that they did away with the design a restaurant in five minutes. Wait a minute, this isn't like a real restaurant, which they've somehow gotten away with doing for 18 years without anybody calling absolute bullshit on that. Wait a minute, restaurant signs aren't made out of poster board and felt. What the heck? <laughs> this looks like Gail's quinceanera dress. <laughs> yeah, they just stuck to the basics, which is just forcing him to make a lot of food and then being really persnickety about service, which is probably deserved, to be honest. So, um, because it's crazy when you get service from central casting and they've never waited tables before, how bad they are. It is crazy. I, you know what? I have to say, this episode had me like seeing red. I actually texted you from the plane because I was watching it on the plane and I texted you from the plane. I was so angry and I just wrote in all caps, I hate big dumb Jackson. That's this whole episode. It, it's restaurant wars. It could have been called what the fuck is Jackson doing wars. Okay. Cause it was like driving me insane. Big dumb Jackson, you know, sometimes you can just call him right away. That is definitely a big dumb Jackson. Okay? It's the easiest Jackson. nickname to come up with. Didn't take a lot of time, you know, just call him like you see him, people, because it totally. And I feel like uh, all my predictions about Jackson came true. He's yes. going to do his like, oh, my, I can't taste anything when he's doing well because it thinks it makes him look like a better chef, you know, like, yeah. oh, look how good I am when I still can't taste or smell. But then the second he sucks, he's going to whip out the guy's. I couldn't smell this whole time. So people oh. would be so amazed that he could cook in the first place. And he did it. He did yep. it. I mean, human beings are like weight gain on Thanksgiving. They're predictable. They're predict. <laughs> we are predictable creatures. Weight gain on Thanksgiving. Very predictable. <laughs> but it's true, though. You did call it. You were calling it like, you know, I was sort of like, oh, that's interesting. That sucks that he can't taste. But you're like, no. He's going to use it. He's going to weaponize it. And he did. He did tonight. And, and I was actually so glad that no one, like, no one, like, let him have that weaponized moment. Everyone was actually kind of, like, pissed at him. You know, I was like, good, good. Feel it. Tur have your face turn redder. Feel that redness. Yeah, because I feel like on any other show... Any other reality type show, people would have been like, what? Oh, my God. That would have like been your big, you know, victim story before the Olympics. Because, you know, you can't be in the Olympics unless something horrible has happened to you. Right. Like yeah. every, They're like, <laughs> you're a happy, well-adjusted person. I'm sorry. You cannot run this year in the Olympics. Yeah. Okay. Like they have to have a 15 minute clip package about how miserable everything about you, like, and how you survived it, you know? So I think in his mind, we, this, I can't taste or smell anything because of COVID. He was going to get to use COVID and taste buds in his big Olympics victim story. And any other show would have been like, oh my God, you're so amazing. You're so brave. You are so brave. And this shows all people just out of prison. You know, it's about chefs. Yeah. So they're like, uh, see you in the back alley, you fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're not impressed. And I have to say, Top Chef has struggled this season to find the typical stories of, yeah, man, I was, I was so hot. I, I was, I was on drugs and I was like, I, I was in, I was literally waking up in the gutter and food saved me. Like, we're not getting the food saved me from drugs thing. You're we're right. not getting, 
You know, we we're haven't not had getting one a lot... story about bacon lending a hand to pull someone out, out of a puddle in the alley. <laughs> we haven't. We haven't gotten the old classic, well, my, my baby's, you know, four years old and I'm doing this for her. I'm doing this for my baby. I just miss her so much. And that call from home that just really rejuvenated me because it reminded me of what I'm doing this for. And like, I just want to tell my kids, like, never give up. You can achieve your dreams. Like, we're not getting that bullshit also. We're just like, the best that we've gotten is that Luke is dyslexic. And, um... You know, it just, you know, I think Bravo, I, I think they're really trying to find their, 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 their tortured storylines. And, um, I, you know, I don't know, Monique, Tarts de Fabes, that was okay, but that wasn't a, you know, that wasn't a tortured storyline. It wasn't a storyline yeah, what was, was her torture storyline? What was hers? I forgot. It. Hers was like, I've been in the middle of the pack and I own a place called Tarts de Fabes. <laughs> There's no storyline. That's the point. There, she has no. She has no backstory. That's of interest. Yeah, I didn't think so. I was like, wow, did I get rid of the story de Fibes in my? No, mind? I just wanted to say Tarts de Fibes one more time. <laughs> 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 just want to make sure to. Uh, well, there was also. Uh, I still what's her think she should, whore, she should own, own a whorehouse. I mean, I think that's like the best name for a whorehouse. <laughs> Tarts de Fibes. <laughs> oh, let's also not forget the first lady who had a UTI. Oh, right. The caterer. The caterer with the glasses. <laughs> the caterer lady with the glasses and the UTI. Who can forget that? And see, it goes to show you they don't need that because it's been such a good season. I mean, we've lo- we've been loving this season. I love it. Always. So, so tonight is Restaurant Wars. So it's Restaurant Wars. we start where last time they cut off the last episode. Like, wait a minute. You think you're just going to go home and get some tanner? Pterosaurus sleep? No, not so fast. Chris Pratt with red hair. Which really wasn't explained in the storyline at all. Which I should have asked Wanda about, but I couldn't remember her name. The point is, we're doing another challenge. It's called Restaurant Wars. Chitties versus Applebee's. Go, Bloomin' Onion. <laughs> you know, it's actually so funny that you said that, because I, I was actually thinking quite a bit this weekend what if one season a team was like guys let's just do a fast casual concept like what if they just do something that's not a high-end thing it's just like you know full-on burgers fries grilled cheeses things like that would that be allowed would would like padma lose her mind or would they be like yeah you know this is great you know because like good food's good food it doesn't matter it has to be high end as long as it's good as long as you know the basics you know so well tom's just constantly throwing curveballs this season he didn't freak out with the okra uh, there have been a few curveballs where Tom, you're like, do not serve Tom peas. And Tom's like, you know what I love? Peas. I just, I woke up this morning and uh, Fergie was in my mind. You know, I said, black eyed, not black eyed. I don't really care. Peas. I love peas. Like, who, who are you even? Yeah. But so, he's been throwing a lot of those curveballs. But didn't they do kind of one of those fast food? Uh, didn't you go to one with Michelle Collins where you guys were like ordering off the board? We went to that was um, that was Top Chef Masters with James Oslin, my favorite, my favorite like <laughs> uppity Top Chef judge. Where he's like, mm, "This is delicious. It reminds me of what you do after you go see a matinee of Les Mis. Am I right?" And then Gail Green would be like, "Well, I once fucked the person who wrote." Lame is, and I'll tell you, I would fuck him three more times if, man, I could have another sorbet like this. <laughs> I'll tell you what turned Jean Valjean on in the end, my Easter bonnet hat that I wore to a random Tuesday dinner. <laughs> she loved an Easter hat, that lady. But that was uh, the, that was Top Chef Master. Yeah, Gail loved, um, she loved a bucket hat. She was on top of the bucket hat. Uh, like All trend. kinds of hats, like Easter All hats. All the hats. She would wear like All silk hats. hats out. 
You know, that was her thing. I'm yeah. Gail Green. I like hats. What are we eating today? Hats? I hope not. Because I'm wearing one on my hand, right? I got this one in San Tropez when I was doing it with Gertrude Stein, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway, that that challenge was that, yeah, the Top Chef Masters had to take over a fast food restaurant and, like, we had to eat their version of fast food. Most of it was actually pretty terrible. But anyway... <laughs> The point is this, it's Restaurant Wars, and so um, as the chefs head to the kitchen, of course we get a uh, like the equivalent of the scene in Armageddon where the astronauts board the spaceship. They're all like slow-mo getting into their BMW XL56 Gale Simmonses. And so... <laughs> Have fun from one of the most feared challenges, helping Gale get on her jeans. Also, it's Restaurant Wars. Have fun, stupids. Bye. <laughs> yeah, so they drive um they they drive to uh to this like place. And while we're driving to that place, people are reflecting and Buddha is like, you know, it's so funny to me because, you know, me, you, you know, Jackson, you, me and Evelyn have always been on the top and then all of a sudden I was in the bottom. Isn't that funny <laughs> that I was in the bottom? Ha 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 ha. Uh-huh. Isn't that hilarious? Ha 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 ha. Buddha, you know, they they make a big deal in this episode that Buddha has studied every chef that's ever come through Top Chef. He's watched every moment of Top Chef. He knows every challenge they've ever done, what they made, who sucked, who didn't suck, what worked, what didn't work. And today he's really going for his on Buddha. And I've got an on-screen personality, so I too can be a Top Chef member who goes on Tournament of Champions because he's very, like, Guy fieri I don't know if it's Guy Fieri or Guy Fieri, and I watch his show every day, so that tells you where my brain's at. But um, he's going for this thing today where he's like, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do today. Bada-boom, bada-bing, bada-bam. Like, who are you? Who are you right now, sir? What have you been studying? So um, the then they like, go in somewhere and there's bread there. There's like, they decide to make a lot of, oh no, Padma no. says there's going to be a lot of people. And he goes, that's a load of bread. Literally. It's like, you are, you're just a laugh riot. I hope someone's standing off stage with a uh, contract for you. Cause whatever you're doing is working for me. I love you, Buddha. <laughs> yeah. So the chefs all, they arrive at this place that has this like central staircase that goes in two different directions. And at the top of it, it's Padma and Tiffany. And Padma's like, hi, chefs. Welcome to Staircase Wars. Oh, Restaurant Wars, but also Staircase Wars. Because after I say this, Tiff and I are going to walk down a different staircase. And whoever gets to the bottom first has to feed Gerber baby food to Gail for a whole weekend. Well, we hope you enjoy cooking for nobody who's physically disabled, that's for sure, because they can't eat here, okay? What are you going to do, just slide them down the rail? That's all I could think of the whole time. I was like, can anybody, like, like, this is is a very, like, wow, hope you have healthy knees, because I would not go to this restaurant. It's non-ADA compliant, non-ADA compliant, that's for sure. Santa Monica would like to have a word with this restaurant. (laughs) So Padma's like, that's right, you've officially made it to one of the most feared and anticipated challenges, stealing a hard-boiled egg from Gail, the one that she keeps under her pillow specifically. <laughs> She's on a diet. I don't think we've ever had Gail eat something healthy like that. Like, whoop, there's Gail again with her hard-boiled eggs and steamed carrots. <laughs> <laughs> so not only will you have to search the ju- surge not only will you have to serve the judges at a counter you'll have to serve a whole d- 
diner full of people from a counter. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> now, grab a knife to porn music from the arts. The music's like... Like, I guess, I think they're just reaching deep for their, like, Texas sounds. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, they're just like, they, they bought the, the, the sound pack for $400, and they've only used two <laughs> tracks, and they're like, we're going to use all these tracks. It's $400, okay? So it's like... Mm. Dim, 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 dim. We got so their then, Houston jam pack from Apple. <laughs> yeah. So they pull knives, and Pam is like, who got first choice? And who got second choice? Okay, because we're going to do an old-fashioned schoolyard pick. Gail's last. Sorry, instinct. Sorry, Gail, and all chubby people. Let's get in line. So next, I choose uh, Ali Wong. Oh, do I not get a choice? Okay, fine. I know who would pick me. Everybody famous. <laughs> I choose my dear friend Lena Waithe. Of course, I choose me. Batman like has this moment to like feel herself. So um, Nick and Jay are the team pickers. They're not really the team yeah. captains like in normal years, but they're the team pickers. So yeah. um, Nick picks Ashley and Damar because they have Southern roots. And mm -hmm. guess who's picked last? I mean, it's like it's so sad. No, it's ma. so sad. <laughs> you know, it's like obvious, but also still sad. You know, sad. Yes, it was great. It was a great like. I, it's been so wonderful watching his ego get slowly ground to a pulp over the season because in the beginning he's like, yeah, I work in the best restaurant in the world. And then last week it's like, people think that like I can cook everything, but I can't cook everything. And now he's just like hunched over and sad, like, please pick me, please, please. Noma, you're last. Please don't be salty. At least, at least don't be as salty as your food. Oh, wait, your food isn't salty. Look at you just crying in a corner. Wow. Uh, the first time I've asked that, please don't be salty. Am I right? And I love, by the way, Padma loves when there's one person left because here he is, this guy, just feeling so shitty about himself. And she has this big grin on her face. She goes, well, I guess that means you're going over to Jay's team, Luke, because you're last. You're the last person there. Luke will be cooking from inside the locker that I pushed him into. <laughs> we'll see how he's doing later. <laughs> Jay is not. Jay is actually happy that Luke is on our team because she doesn't really click with Buddha, which uh, which I didn't realize. But oh uh, she's yeah, like, yeah. She said after like, yeah, the we... last episode, yeah, mm -hmm. Buddha was yeah. a shithead. He would just stand over her, being like, "So does this stuff?" really go together all oh, right so you're still gonna do that one oh look at you putting that on the plate you sure you want it to look like that she's like fuck off yeah how you decide to run your restaurant is completely up to you i'll take a guess shitty a and shitty b because we both know they'll be crap am i right okay but today you'll start conceptualizing your restaurants and planning your menus each team will have time to meet with the designer from aztec events and tents which is also where gail found her dress for this evening <laughs> and the matching poncho <laughs> Tomorrow, you'll have five hours to set up and train your servers, and the winning team will take home 40,000, I don't know, 40,000 French fries, surely not $40,000. That's nothing. What is that, valet? <laughs> you know, I was talking to my dear friend, Michiko Kakutani, former book editor of the New York Times, and I said, can you believe what people will do for $40,000? It's like, I mean, it's like crabs in a bucket, am I right? <laughs> 
So Nick's team is Buddha, Tamara, and Ashley. And Nick, of course, he's on his own team. And Buddha's like, listen, I want to do front of house because here's the thing. I want to work around you guys, all right? I'll do first front of house and I'll do the first course. And he tells us that he has studied Restaurant Wars. And he's like, and I know that front of house goes home a lot, but I'm in it to win it. Book me a one-way to Flavortown. Bada bing, bada bang. <laughs> boom, boom, bam. Buddha's here. <laughs> and then uh damar is like you know so my idea is that we all have strong mothers and so with a southern theme why don't we call our restaurant matriarch and then ashley goes yes but m-a-t-r-i-a-r-c matriarch without the age <laughs> just like every every mother loves you know their child just misspelling things i yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're leaving the last H off for savings. I don't know. What is the H? <laughs> Literally why, makes why? no sense. Why? Like, it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's like it's like grinder, but it's not even a, it's like at least she kept all the vowels. <laughs> In you honor know, of our mothers, let's spell the name of our restaurant incorrectly on purpose. <laughs> Leave the last H off for hey. <laughs> for having. <laughs> Leave the H off for having. Um, yeah, that was weird. And Damar's whole thing of like, we all have strong mothers. Okay, Damar, what's going on at home? <laughs> like, I'm starting to worry about Damar because everything he says is somehow related back to the women in his home. He's like, I I was raised by women. I'm not fucking with women. Does anybody else want to describe my dish that we're cooking for women? I don't want to mansplain it. It's like, okay, Damar, what, what's happening at home? Hey, how about we call our restaurant Dolores Claiborne? <laughs> how about we call our restaurant you can shut up back there or i'm going to beat you with this wooden spoon how about we call it faye dunaway <laughs> <laughs> wire hangers but without the rs at the end <laughs> huh, uh, this is an interesting restaurant wire hanger with no e wire hangy <laughs> wow wire hangy mm, delicious Wow, it looks just like Gail's closet in here. So many wire hangers. <laughs> just needs more sweatpants on them, though. <laughs> but these uh -huh. wire hangers aren't sagging. So then, uh, Jay. So now we go over to Jay's team, and already I get mad because we hear Jackson go, "I have an idea." Southeast Asian, and I'm like, "You're immediately." You're, my first instinct was, "You're trying to set up Evelyn, aren't you? You're gonna like try to like put this into like the an Evelyn area, and then no one. She's the only one who can cook Southeast Asian." And, you're gonna, and then it's, you're going to pin it all on Evelyn. I was like, you're gamifying this. I see what you're doing. Oh, I did. You know, I don't like Jackson. I didn't see that. Now that you said it, I see it. But um, I didn't see that. I saw it as him just being like, fuck it. This girl wins everything. She'll win this for us. I'm not doing shit today. Oh, it could be that too. Well, it's like, well, either like she'll win it for us or she'll go home. Either way, he's fine. Because they all defer to Evelyn this whole time. <laughs> They're just like, whatever you want, Evelyn. Hey, Evelyn, what do you think? You're the one who wins all the time, you know? So yeah. she's like, wait a minute, you do? And he goes, yeah, and we can call it no name, but N-E-M, Nem, like the sausage. What? Like, no why nem? is that the name pun you go with, no name? Like, why don't you go with, like... It doesn't make sense. You're going to name something after sausage, but then say no Nem? It's like no hamburgers. McDonald's. Yeah. The new McDonald's rebrand. No burgers. <laughs> no. This is the the only Restaurant Wars name that was worse than this. Could you, do you remember which one it was? 
The only thing that was worse. Spiciest. My daddy runs an airplane with spices <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> no, it was when the Voltagios, um, they paired up with someone who had like, it was like, I think that guy Mike maybe. I don't know who it was, but someone who had like a re in his name. So they named their restaurant Revolt. Because they're like <laughs> revolting, but like it's like you know that the word revolt, like revolt, is also like not a word you want to associate with your food. Right, that's funny. I forgot. Anyway, about I'll that. always remember that. Yeah, we'll call it revolt. What so was then, Kevin's the spice place when he's yeah. like spices came from slavery? Yay! <laughs> Y'all like the Daddy curry gave in me the South Pole? <laughs> <laughs> it was called. I want my soda and I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> it was called <laughs> please put on your mask before you put mine on but in this case put mine on first <laughs> oh hey anybody else here got wings i do they're the actual wings of the plane my daddy owns this plane <laughs> daddy says that if we crash it's because you're too fat passenger in 22j <laughs> Anybody confused? That was Kevin from from Kevin Gillespie. Yeah, who from proudly talked. Season. Yeah, like his dad owned an airline or was like a pilot and talked about he was flying a pilot. around. Yeah, he's like, I know the world because my daddy was a pilot. We're like, oh god. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, Jackson's telling you know he's like trying to build Evelyn up, but you're right, there is something fishy about it. There's also mm-hmm. something just so like fake dad about jackson like maybe he probably is a dad you know and i'm not saying he's faking it but there is some like that fake dad personality yes and he's like hey kids we're here to celebrate evelyn southeast asian love (laughs) anybody want to sit in the front come on you get more air conditioner coolers up there who's it gonna be it's just real creepy and weird today you're a rock star evelyn so i'm gonna do the front of the house everybody okay with that it's just your dad (laughs) i i have like a vision of just being suckered into like going to jackson's house in the summer and it's like a very nice suburban house on a nice suburban tract of land and you go there and he's in like you know his cargo shorts and some like golf polo and he has annoying ipas and he's like you want to see the back you want to see what we, you want to see this grill that i got and you're like not really because like i don't get aroused by seeing other people's grills but you do it and then you make small talk and then he talks about like you know like the treatments they did for their grass and you're like why am i even here <sighs> that organic stuff just doesn't work am i right <laughs> It yeah. just doesn't work. Okay. Like, yeah. Great. Guess what thanks, bugs thanks. are? Organic. <laughs> Am I right? It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. So then, um, anyway, so Jackson Jackson volunteers to do front of house, and then Luke is meanwhile. This is the first episode. I've pretty much hated Luke all season. This is the first episode where I actually had a huge amount of sympathy for Luke. This is the first time I was like, God, I feel bad for this guy because he's like a. Uh, uh, guys, I'm I'm not familiar with Southeast Asian, and they just ignore him. And Jackson goes, "You're not familiar yeah. with anything. You have not had one. There's <laughs> yeah. been nothing that has been. Seaweed. There's been no challenge that you've been like. You know what? I'm going to take on the day with this one. You're confused by everything, sir." And Jackson is like, "Yeah, but you're familiar with bold flavors. Actually, he literally is not. He does not salt anything. He is like the least bold flavored stuff." He literally, like, scrapes sea fungus off of rocks for his dishes, okay? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's bowl, it's ballsy, I guess. But also, Jackson, Southeast Asian isn't just like, you know what? You don't know Southeast Asian? Just substitute it with bold. 
Okay. Yeah. Can we get some uh, Southeast Asian Chex Mix, a bold party mix flavor? Just uh, yeah, show I think my it was, point. It was a huge, I think it was a huge mistake. And I think that later, at some point, Evelyn talked about how, like, we're not, we don't have any Gulf, like, Gulf state representation of houston so far and like that's what it should have been if they're going to defer to evelyn it should have been that the theme is that like she's the local here and we're going to like follow her lead in terms of using like really like very gulf state kind of foods but not like southeast asian like she's the only one who really knows that that cuisine not even i think that like jackson was making an assumption about jay he's like oh well she's asian so she'll know southeast asian cuisine but she first of all she's from korea which is totally different and second of all she even says i actually don't even cook that yeah, I don't know why they're letting Jackson decide everything. It makes me crazy when the more gregarious person always shows up and just bosses everybody around. You know, totally. because they have the bigger personality. Yeah. So, um, in fact, it was right here that Evelyn team. suggested that. Sorry, what? It was right here. It was right here that Evelyn suggested highlighting. Seafood. Gulf Coast stuff, yeah. Yeah, seafood, yeah. basically, because she's trying to bring it back. She's like, okay, so Southeast, how about just seafood? Okay, haven't yeah. done a lot of that this season. So we go over to Buddha, and he's like, here's what I'm doing for the first course. Snakes and brids. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. he's in trouble. That's that's trouble right there. Same. And he kept on trying to elevate it by saying, I'm going to serve an array of snakes. He, kept on, he says array, like every five minutes on the show going forward. He's like, well, I'll be making an array of snacks. No, if you say snacks, the array is implied because snacks is plural. It's an array. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure everybody has gone to Delta.com and put their credit card information in. Because if you'd like to buy an array of snacks, we do not take credit cards on the plane. Damn it! Ask my daddy. He's prepaid it. Daddy put me put in carrot sticks and celery sticks in a Ziploc bag so I can have them anytime I want. <laughs> uh, so Ashley's like, well, I mean, whatever feels like you. Like, her reaction to snacks and bread was kind of what mine was, too. It's like, okay, yeah. you do you. So Damar takes dessert, which worried me as well, because dessert's always troublesome in Restaurant yes. Wars. And Ashley's like, you know, I want to do some raw meat and some gumbo. I was like, you just want people's stomachs to hurt. <laughs> Both of those things. Gumbo and raw meat can go really, really wrong in a short amount of time. You know, short yeah. amount of time cook time and it often does on this show and then nick wants to do he's he's gonna do a beef course but he's really amped to do some sort of oxtail marmalade so i was like interesting uh if you can shape that into the state of mississippi i will be very impressed i don't know <laughs> don't know how but lady oxtail marmalade coming soon to chata for this <laughs> lady Oxtail memory. <laughs> so then, oh, back over at Jackson's stupid team. It's not the team's not stupid, but they just get an umbrella effect of stupidity because he's there. And so uh, he is then still continuing to just sort of domineer with stupid ideas. So he goes, "Let's do family style. It's just like so much easier to execute." So you are. It's like, no, this is not the family style moment. And Luke is, in fact, Luke is like, uh, "Well, actually, family style. What isn't that the thing that messed up the lat like last year? Isn't that like the family style ruined them?" And but Evelyn's like, "Oh no, but that's because it wasn't cohesive. But we'll make ours cohesive because I'll cook something Southeast Asian, and then you guys will all cook something that's Southeast Asian esque. But you have no idea what you're doing." <laughs> yeah, family style is a terrible idea. So she decides she's going to do a panty curry, and Jay's going to do some spring rolls, but 
crudo kind of crudo spring rolls and jacks is like well it's called no nem so how about we do some pork meatballs you know nem nem sausages i mean come on guys because it's called that you know how i named the restaurant that just so i could build my dish around the name of the restaurant that i came up yeah that's what i thought of also that he basically thought of this idea last night and just like you know shoehorned his idea into this whole thing and didn't give anyone else a chance to speak up and then luke is like well i was gonna make a smoked fishbone sauce at which point i'm like yeah, maybe maybe this is a good thing that we're going Southeast Asian. Maybe maybe we don't need Luke's smoked fishbone, uh, you know, delicacies. Yeah, I'm not sure what Noma's ever doing, really. Uh, so Jackson is going to do dessert, which you know he got uh, praised for last week. So he's just going to go for it again. I cannot believe it wasn't a little chocolate cake. I thought he was just going to do the same thing again. Yeah, um, but I he thought didn't. so too. And um, so Jack's, well, he's left with dessert. He doesn't really offer to do it, but I think he thought because he was front of the house and he came up with the sausage thing that he didn't have to do anything. But they're like, well, you need to do dessert, though. And Evelyn goes, you know, it's going to free up your time to do other stuff. And he doesn't look very happy about it, but. I think he was happy. I I think he thought he was going to skate by. He was just going to make a fucking cookie and then spend the rest of the time, you know, walking around the front of the house with a goofy smile on his face. Um, I feel like I feel like he was actually trying to. I think I felt like he was trying to hide in this challenge, not do too much, not put his neck out there so he'd get in trouble. He was just going to sort of like make a, a little something at the end that wouldn't was going to be nice, but not bad enough to send him home. He was just going to like get out of harm's way and let everyone else fail. What's so weird, though, is that that hasn't been his personality. I mean, he's tried so many really until his chocolate cake i have to say the judges jerked off all over that cake last week but that was a tiny piece of it. chocolate cake it was oh, a yeah. jurassic the, park challenge yeah and the he made a piece print. of chocolate cake but he made a raspberry bloody handprint and everybody acted like they'd never seen it even though they just had like in the past two seasons they literally saw that same thing but also acted like this chocolate cake they're like oh my god chocolate cake jackson you're really breaking the boundaries yeah well, either way, I don't remember. Was this the place? This the time also where he suggested that they serve the courses two two at a time, or was that later? Because either oh, either oh no, it's later. But either way, that also infuriated me. So now they go off to uh, everyone's going to go pick up some. They're going to pick out their decor, and um, Ashley is ta- talking about how she works in Asheville, North Carolina, and even though she's on the James Beard list, I mean, who isn't like this water bottle next to me is on the James Beard list, but uh, she is saying how like people you know, where she cooks sort of find her food unapproachable and stuff and too spicy. And she just wants to be herself. So she's going to show up and she's going to do it today, which is like nice. But she says that literally every episode. She's always like today I'm going to cook my food at last. I'm like, okay, Ashley. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What was I going to say about this food spicy? Oh, James Beard list. Yeah. So I I was confused about that. Like, I'm on the James Beard list. Did she win a James Beard? Or is she on a list to maybe be on, to maybe be nominated for a James Beard? What's a James Beard list? That's probably like a finalist. It's like the um, the Eastern uh, Eastern Appalachian, uh, you know, North Carolina region finalists of rising new chefs who have moderately spicy food list of 2021. 
<laughs> who also like combos. So, uh, no name. So their designers like, I'm a designer. I have pink hair and glasses from the 50s. So here's my question. <laughs> when people come into your restaurant, what do you want them to feel? Oh my God. Rent some tables, put some fucking chairs in there, Pinky. Okay. What the hell? <laughs> you have two, two set. You have like two minutes to do this. <laughs> yeah and 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 evelyn's like well we want you know tropicals and florals and we want it to be very bright and jackson is like yeah but because this is like not fine dining it's more like a fun atmosphere i'm like sir you are going to show up later in a blazer so don't tell me about fun atmospheres okay yeah this is top chef okay yeah we're not gonna do like a bahama Bahama Bucks, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so Chuck E. Cheese type place. So then we get our BMW commercial of the episode where Noma, you know, they're trying to make it natural as possible. But, you know, <laughs> Noma waves his foot under the car and gets out some paper towels to wipe the seaweed off the windshield. You know, just a nice, <laughs> subtle commercial. Oh, and so this is where Jackson tells, like, his team, like, so I was thinking we should send out courses one at two at the same time, and then courses three at four at the same time, which literally is like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand the point of doing that. I think, I guess because they're doing family style, they want to have that feeling of, like, plates on the table. But if you're going to do it like that, then do it like that. Do a big old thing. But, like, you know it's Restaurant Wars. There's nothing revolutionary about sending two at a time. Like, that doesn't, like, move the needle, push the needle on any sort of, you know, culinary front. So you're just being stupid. So why He didn't get his way. That's why. He didn't get his way with family style. So now he's going to try and have his way anyway. It's like, no, it's not family style. That's not how it's being done, sir. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, is it family? It's not family style. Well, it's like family style-esque because it's all being served from the same plate. And then this is where I was like, I was like really pretty sure that Jackson was going to be putting, like throwing Evelyn under the bus. Because he goes, so are we all on the same page that Evelyn's basically our executive chef, guys? Right? Am I right? Am I right? I'm like, oh, this is exactly what happens. Like, he comes in with all these like blustery, stupid ideas. And then he's like, but Evelyn's our leader, right? 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 So even, so now when, if they get into trouble, he can just abdicate whatever responsibility he had. Because he says, oh, but Evelyn's our leader. You know, I was like, I was like, I'm onto you. I'm onto you, Jackson. So they did have family style. So he's come up with the theme of the restaurant, the name of the restaurant, the main dish of the restaurant, the way that they serve everything in the restaurant, but then wants to make sure Evelyn's going to take the fall. Very good. Yeah, I yeah. see that. I see Are you it. proud of me? You. This is like very Ronnie conspiracy theory I'm going with here, right? Yeah, and I'm disappointed in myself for not thinking that poorly. <laughs> I think this whole time I've been expecting him to be so much worse that I've been angrily surprised i was gonna say pleasantly surprised but i'm not pleasant like it's not a pleasant surprise because i want someone that i think is going to be a jackass to be a total jackass and he's been fine really this whole time until this one this is the one where i was like he needs to be he needs to die like somehow like they need to push him (laughs) off of something they need to like leave the bathtub running and throw a radio into it i don't care something needs to happen because he's making me crazy in this one totally so then uh, we have another BMW commercial where Buddha is in the BMW and then Damar calls up um, and he's and Buddha's like, hold on one second, Damar, you're a little too loud. And then he does like this finger motion in front of the radio and the radio turns itself down like, 
look at that very natural way that I just cast a spell on this radio with my finger. <laughs> yeah, that's all well and good unless you're a person who talks in the car with your hands. You <laughs> I know. know. Good luck calling someone crazy and not having your radio go turn up to like 60 decibels. <laughs> Text Ben. No, wait, wait. I said Ben's an asshole. Texting Ben. Ben is an asshole. <laughs> Stop that. No, I, I don't so, want to have to. By the way, I don't want to have to be doing Harry Potter spells to make my radio work. Like, if you can, like, if you could, like, if this is, I fucking hate this kind of thing because <laughs> you have a radio. What it does is if you take your finger and you spin your finger in a circle, the volume will go down. How is that any easier than literally putting your finger on a knob and rotating it? You're rotating. You're just rotating the air. Like, I don't understand if anything, you know, that's going to be more buggy than just a knob. Like, this is just like technology to show off some, some engineers wet dream. Okay. But this is not any more useful or helpful than just turning a knob. Yes, I agree. I have weird knobs in my car. Like the the volume is a thing that's kind of by the armrest. So if ever Stupid. I'm wiping dog hair off the armrest, it like changes the track and the volume. And I'm like, great. No. So now I have to go back to my Bravo docket <laughs> and fast, fast forward through the whole fucking thing again. Okay, so this conversation also got on my nerves um, because Damar is with Ashley in a car. They call Buddha. And Damar's like, so... We're thinking of doing a bitter lettuce salad. And Buddha's like, instead of gumbo? And he's like, no, instead of the tartare. And Ashley's like, yeah, I'm thinking bitter lettuce and buttermilk pearls and a citrus vinaigrette. Instead of tartare, you're going to serve a salad at Restaurant Wars? Oh, God. Go home yeah. again. You were saved. You were brought <laughs> back from the dead. And you're going to serve a bitter lettuce salad? I can't with you. I didn't hear Gorgonzola in that. And citrus vinaigrette. You better put some candied pecans and some Gorgonzola <laughs> and a lot of chunks of bread on that thing. Wow. Congratulations. It's almost as good as the local pizzeria. So then Buddha goes, is that it? And she goes, well, I, I thought you were going to be way more excited than that. And he goes, well... Whatever I've learned from this competition is that they didn't like that shit. Uh, not for nothing. My name's Buddha, and I've been at the top for every single challenge. Even last season, I was at the top. It was really weird. I wasn't even on the show, but somehow I still made it into the, in the final three. So, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, it's Restaurant Wars. And Ashley's like, okay, well then, if we have Tartar, fine. I mean, but it doesn't need to happen. And Buddha goes, yeah, you can, like, I don't know. Put the salad on top of the tartar if you want to. All right. Was this an idea you got when you were eliminated? Because I was probably too busy doing the competition to think about these sort of ideas. Is that what happened, Ashley? And Ashley's like, look, Budo's very smart, and he studied every chef who's been through this. But this is my course, so I'm going to do what I believe. Which she was wise to give that up. You know? Yeah. Like, I get it. You don't want someone bossing you around. But you've gone home already. He is not. <laughs> and... Buddha yeah. never Buddha isn't really bossy I don't feel I mean he was showing a little bit of that with Jay but it wasn't out of control it was like your plate looks like a goddamn mess you know what, yeah B meet Buddha's my earned friend, his the paper towel <laughs> Buddha's earned his bossiness though okay like Jackson is not Jackson made deep fried queso and he still has not earned my respect after that experience even with a chocolate cake with a handprint on it okay but Buddha has like there have been times where I've been like, oh, fucking Buddha. And then he does something amazing. And I'm like, you know what? I give myself over to Buddha. I feel like even though he had a very literal interpretation of, for instance, 
the lady from the lady challenge you know he's like she's a pilot who flies in figure eights so i made a figure eight of moose you know <laughs> i think he's earned i think he's earned his ability to say oh i don't think that's great ishly i just like the way of handling the conflict it was just very like nope People hate fucking butter lettuce. No, figure out a way to do tartar. At the end, you know, she's like, wait a second. But, you know, it ended up saving her life. Because if she came out with a salad, this episode would have gone a a whole lot differently than it did. (laughs) Gail would have flipped the table. (laughs) Into a mouth. It's actually a talent she has. (laughs) You always have to let me finish my sentence. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know how important participles are. So, um, so. prepositions. So, um, uh, so then anyway, yeah, this, this, they, there's a lot of talk about the uh, citrus salad, but ultimately yeah, it's going to be like a tartar with salad. And then, um, they're doing some more shopping and more and more and more. And, uh, there's some drama with the oxtail because Nick, Nick. is making, o- <laughs> yeah, Nick giving an Oscar speech. It was cracking me up. They didn't have oxtail. And Nick goes, without oxtail, my dish would not exist. I was like, you didn't win anything. Okay. Get off the fucking stage. <laughs> Play him off somebody, please. Like, <laughs> also, this episode was supersized and, uh, I understand it's restaurant war, so it has to be supersized, but also we don't need to, f- like we didn't really need to live in the five minute drama of there's no oxtails. There's no oxtails. <laughs> we found the oxtails. Just but let, let you, we can edit that out. We can get right to the, do oxtails. you know how many ox without, you know, stumpy ass asses there are right now. There are so many grateful ox out there. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> still got your tail. Me too. God, we're going to have a good weekend. <laughs> Don't think about Monday. They're going to need to restock. <laughs> So, <laughs> I was thinking just that, Ronnie. Right. So then um, they just grow the ox for their tails. So <laughs> uh, they go prep, and matriarch is like M A T R I A R C, not an H, not an H. I don't know what I just spelled, but they don't either. So that's the yeah. fun of it. They're, they're prepping, and then and Luke is like, guys, I'm going straight into breaking down all the cabbage, which I think is like such a top chef like declaration to make. Like, guys, got to break down the cabbage right now, which would be funny if he was actually just like emotionally breaking down the cabbage. Like, oh, so you think you're like lettuce? Guess what? No one thinks you're as cool. Oh, there was a fad in the 80s. Well, guess what? Those were fucking dolls, not you, okay? You're going to be broken down by me. <laughs> You really want to break down lettuce? Have it co-host with me for a while. Hey, you really want to break down lettuce? Give it its own spinoff called Top Chef Just Desserts. Am I right? (laughs) Wow, butter lettuce. You know, so many people say, does this lettuce come from butter? And I said, no. It's just that in in lettuce high school, we used to say, oh, no, but her. And that just became (laughs) a name. Hey, Cabbage, loved your record-breaking success with your album from the mid-aughts. Oh, wait, that was Adele. You did nothing. (laughs) Wow, Rocket Lettuce. Way to rename yourself just because no one liked your old name. (laughs) Wow, Frise, you look just like my least favorite hairstyle. (laughs) So let's see here. So everybody's cooking and cooking and cooking. I'm going to kind of... There's so much cooking here. There's a lot. Oh, wait, wait, wait. uh, Let me me interrupt to say that over at Matriarch, Buddha has this announcement. 
For the first course, I'm going to be making quite an array of Southern Soul appetizers, in case you forgot what kind of collection of snacks it is. It's quite an array. Continue. We should have called this restaurant Array without the Y. (laughs) (laughs) Quicker than an array of light. Am I right? So let's see here. Um, Buddha is doing table. He's telling people how he wants the table set up, but he's doing it in like the most controlling way. He's literally standing where he wants a table, and then he's putting out his arms real wide. He's like, "Lock this." I was like, "Okay, Buddha, move it." They know how to unfold tables. Okay. <laughs> Jacks, and then Jackson. Meanwhile, he's like, "I have been. I mean, I've been doing front house for the past like year and a half in my restaurant. Like my restaurant's like a little over a year old, and I've run front of house." For for about 90% of its life. Padma's like, wow, congratulations. I've been sitting next to a house for like 95% of this show's life. You know what I'm saying, Gail? <laughs> when Gail sits around the house, she really sits around the house. Am I right, Gail? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jackson is like the most... Oh, and I was later. Sorry. I am keep getting... I'm mixing up all my things here, but there's... I keep on thinking things are here and there, but whatever. But I, no, I, I just get it. To... So then we go to judge's table... And uh, I'm just kidding. So uh, <laughs> Evelyn is uh, talking to, to Noma. Okay, so Noma's like, uh, Evelyn, um, can I kind of help you with your curry? Because I really don't have a point of reference for this kind of food. And she's like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Blah, 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 and tells him really fast. And his eyes are just like Homer Simpson blinking. Like, blink, yeah. Blink, blink. <laughs> Why and basically also- he wants to know how to cook this food so he can take ownership of his dish even though he doesn't know what he's gonna and he's pretty much given up at this point he's basically been relegated down to busboy and also it makes you realize like why in retrospect as we talk about this why was he not front of house since he had the least amount of experience jackson actually if i remember correctly was in the tops when he did he made some sort of fur thing for like the night market challenge so actually i actually think that he should have been on a dessert that could have had a southeast asian flair to it and he could have been front of house instead of jackson and meanwhile jackson he's making his dessert and he's like hey do you guys want to taste this and they taste it and they're like um it tastes kind of bland he's like oh yeah i forgot the sugar like fuck you jackson for getting the sugar in your dessert and he like laughs as if it's hilarious you know forty thousand dollars on the line you can't remember to put the sugar in your cookie he does that jaw on the ground laugh where it's like i didn't put sugar (laughs) he's laughing so open mouthed and spittily i mean everything he does today is offensive really he's so offensive yeah he can't win this show and he cannot win with me like he's there's nothing (laughs) he's winning today i'm sure he's a very lovely person but honestly you know it's one thing it's one thing when i you know i forgot i've i have made cookies before i I have forgotten the sugar it it can happen but i was not on top chef i was just in my kitchen okay well he's just like he doesn't even want to be making that you know he's just out to lunch it's time for a commercial it's time for a crappens commercial so um, Jackson's like, well, I hope that everybody can execute my dessert because I'll be setting up 10 tables out there Tuesday. I don't want to hear about it. You know, like you guys, all you have to do is unfold tables this year. That's literally all you have to do. Yeah. And then remember how Jackson was showing them how to um, put the seats and he was like doing squats to be like one person can sit here and one person can sit here. <laughs> that drove me nuts. You don't we have to do a squat. We, work. we know how sitting is. We know what sitting yes. looks like. 
So he's making a shortbread cookie, and um, we know it's going to be a disaster because I keep saying, I'm going to check the cookie. I'm going to check the shortbread or whatever. And then yeah. Damar had a mistake on his carrot cake because the oven was only like 100 degrees or something. So yeah. um, he's changed it. He's not going to do a semi-fredo of coconut. He's going to make a coconut ice cream. And yeah. Buddha is rolling his bread rolls. Wait, can uh, I say and- something? Can I- Wait, I have to say something here. Okay. Yeah. Now, I really like Damar. I really liked Damar a lot. The issue was that because the cake was cooking too low, it put the timeline back and he he needs the cook he needs the cake to get cool enough that he can put the semifredo on it and then the semifredo will cool down and and you know like set. But because the cake is taking too long, he won't have time to do that. So he has to come up with a different topping and he's like he's like, "Wow, I'm feeling like the weakest link." I just I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to put on this, this carrot cake. I'm like, tomorrow frosting, make frosting tomorrow. It's okay. Like it's literally the easiest fix. I mean, as it works out, as it turns out, it worked out really well, but he's acting like if there's no semi-fredo, there's nothing that could possibly ever go on top of a carrot cake. It's like frosting, cream cheese frosting. It works. Yes. A cream cheese frosting, uh, frosting. That's right. Um, so wow, that's what got, Gail got married with. <laughs> that's what Gail shaves her legs with. <laughs> we would know that Gail's married, except she just keeps eating her frost ring. Am I right, Gail? <laughs> frost ring. <laughs> so um, now they go. Uh, now we're back at the house, and uh, Buddha calls home, and um, his mo- like his mom is there, and um, you know, he's like, you know. There's a saying in restaurants, would you send it out to your mother? And everything we put out there tonight is going to have to answer that question. It's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, so let's see. The people come. Uh, the people start coming to the restaurant. Okay, these restaurants. So the act, the <laughs> names are stupid enough for the restaurant, right? But then how they wrote the restaurants out. <laughs> so Nem. No accent over the O. Nem with a long accent over the e i'm like really i (laughs) well i think that's probably how it's spelled like in like vietnamese in the vietnamese alphabet oh is it okay i'm sorry i was like come on guys but um but before we get the people showing up because there was a there was a bunch of stuff which we can mainly skip over but the really essential thing that happens in the day two of the cooking is that while they're cooking at one point first of all Here's one thing that I hated. Jackson saying, hey, everyone, how are all your peaches looking? Peachy. Shut up, Jackson. You don't get to make that joke. You forgot the sugar in your cookies. Second of all, at one point, so Noma's trying to make his shit. And Noma, like, he doesn't even trust his own. He doesn't trust his own, um, like, instincts anymore because his, his seasoning has been criticized so much. So he says, I can't tell, like, is how does this taste, guys? And Jackson who all season long has said that he can't taste, goes over, tastes Noma's thing and goes, "Mm, this is a little too salty. What the hell are you doing? First of all, don't ever tell Noma his stuff is too salty. That is a blessing if you get him to make something too salty. Second of all, you can't taste. What are you doing? But don't you think this kind of goes with what you're saying about him trying to throw everybody, like fuck everybody else up? A hundred percent. Like, I think there was something, there's some sabotage going. Because then in his interview, he's like, well, you know, I mean, now I'm starting to get taste back, but all I can taste is salt. So it's pretty awkward. 
which still, I mean, he him. really he makes no sense. I still think his tasting and smelling thing is bullshit. I'm not believing one second of it, especially after today. Yeah. So then um, the other team has matriarch period because it's not spelled right. And then they added a period after. So I can't. So um, <laughs> like end of sentence matriarch. <laughs> Sorry, Are we would have included the H, but the sentence ended. Are you missing a dot dot H question mark? <laughs> so the judges come and Gail looks like she's going on a first date from like a Christian singles website. She's It's like very conservative, but she's like, but I'm showing a triangle of shoulders. That's right. Take it. Take it. I hope people don't think I'm loose. <laughs> and they, of course, the judges arrive by walking down that, that crazy staircase and Gail's like, wow. This is very cool. Oh, yes. I know, Gail. This is very exciting. This is the first time Gail has actually walked down a staircase instead of rolling. Congratulations, Gail. <laughs> Can't wait to see you on the way up. <laughs> so, um, uh, Padma, Padma orders her wine so earnestly. They're like, would you like wine? She's like, I'll have chulato pinot grigio, please. <laughs> and Gail will have... Just some talenti layers. Uh, can you make that for her? Thank you. Can you melt down some frost rings and bring them to Gail? That would be great. <laughs> you know, I like this. It's a nice full restaurant. And the guy who's with them is Hunter Lewis, who's the editor of uh, editor in chief of Food and Wine magazine. And he's like, oh, well, we haven't seen too many white tablecloths lately in the food world. And Pamela goes, well, it doesn't feel stuffy. I mean, it's not like the time Gail wore a pussy bow to Dave and Buster's. Wow, talk about stuffy one thing the producers have learned on this show whether ta white tablecloths are trendy or not gail needs a napkin am i right everybody <laughs> by the way uh also strangely um uh on matriarch they they had all the chairs facing the kitchen like it was iron chef i thought that was a strange touch i don't think i would have if i'm going to a restaurant i'm not i don't need that i would like to face my friends people i mean they're on tv i don't know i think they thought they would like it or whatever Maybe. and tom's like well you know i like that everyone can see me giving them this look blink <laughs> blink blink <laughs> blink blink uh. so it's time to serve an array of snacks to the judges so these the food is coming out and gail goes look at that flower kind of hard gail it's all the way down your esophagus at this point <laughs> thanks for joining us hunter you know i love your name hunter if snickers bars had four legs you'd be really busy around our little game eater here am i right gail <laughs> gail's like eating a rose you know? <laughs> a kiss from a rose more like a digestion from a rose am i right <laughs> wow you really don't know love until you're being digested am i right rose <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, Buddha comes out with um, his bread, which is very pretty. Looks like yeah, it turned out great. Parker I mean, look, white bread smothered in butter. You know, it looked amazing. It really did. And um, crab tarts with oyster comeback sauce. I yeah, it was. It was uh, no, was no, it? you're right. Yeah, it was. Mm. It was Parker House rolls with ham butter. Gail, relax yourself. And smoked fish and crab tarts with oyster and comeback sauce, which is like. Um, I think it's a thing. So um, uh, they. It's just... a really awkward Lisa Kudrow style sauce. <laughs> it's a sauce that's trying very hard to be on TV. We sometimes yeah. call it the Nilu sauce. 
And Hunter's like, Tom, I mean, is someone who's made a lot of Parker House roles. And Tom's like, well, I have. Hunter, wow, you know my music. <laughs> well, you know, uh, this is very good bread. Very, very, very good. I have to say, this is some of the, God, I hope I get a carrot cake made with okra today. You know, that's what I hope I get. <laughs> yeah. And Pamela's like, wow, that fried oyster, finally crispy and juicy. You never thought it would be so hard to do, but it's only been six weeks of people failing with fried oysters before we finally got a good one. Am I right? Sorry, tart fail base. <laughs> so, <Fail base. laughs> so uh. Buddha's like, welcome to Macriaca. Well, I didn't want to finish the word there. And, um... <laughs> Ashley is trying to speed it along in the kitchen, but Damar is doing the tartare and he's, you know, doing the full tweezer treatment to try and make it look perfect. And yeah. Tom's like, something is definitely wrong in that kitchen. It's taking a very, very long time. They have had six minutes to cook. Things should be <laughs> up by now. And they're just like waiting. And Gail's like, well, all right, I'm just going to eat some more bread. By the way, that was one of Gail's wedding vows. Just so you all know. <laughs> so precious. Take us back to that time. Now it's not the time for New Year's resolutions, Gail. <laughs> this is not good. Waiting so long. <laughs> so Buddha's like, well, I really need these tall tools. We need to get the tall tools out. And Ashley's like, wow, these guests are looking right at us. I mean, Tom doesn't take his eyes off me. And it just cuts to Tom like, well, look at her. I don't. <laughs> she's probably terrified right now. You know what I'm going to do? Blink. <laughs> Blink. Blink. Well, I haven't stared at uh, someone working this hard for this long and forever. I mean, you know, my son, he just, it's basically just pour some tonic water into a glass with a little bit of vodka and he's done. This is a whole <laughs> five minutes to put something together. <laughs> and Gail's like, I mean, I can't tell if they're losing it or not. Well, it's like I tell you every day when I can't tell if you're losing it. Just keep not trying, Gail. <laughs> so sockeye salmon is first and um they've made that into a tartare with buttermilk pearls for ashley's grandmother and gail's like oh my god baby pearls i love baby pearls tom goes yeah well they don't do much well i mean stop saying that right to gail's face she's sitting right there tom <laughs> um and everybody's really liking it but there's flavors of peaches and cream in this um which kind of confused me i guess i don't know there was there was peaches there was peaches and a few things right in this team it was uh yeah this was um flavors of peaches and cream which is maybe not what i always want with my salmon tartare but i'm weird under that i actually don't like peaches so there's that too i kind of feel like this this dish was not a success but they sort of edited it to be more successful than it was because they wanted to have a very like up with Ashley moment later on. But um, yeah, they were, uh, I mean, I think the fact that Tom was like, yeah, well, uh, the buttermilk pearls, uh, they don't do much. I mean, you might as well just call them buttermilk mixologists. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> um, maybe they told the judges this was going to be a salad. And they're like, well, well, it's not salad. So you know what? Let's, uh, you know take home the bmw right now just take it out <laughs> so then over at nonem jay is uh evelyn's doing a really good job like everyone's kind of agreeing that evelyn's doing a good job she's getting everything out she's staying calm everything yeah. seems to be really under control you know the sign does say matriarch with a period at the end but you know she can't do everything <laughs> 
<laughs> so, um, so far, it seems like things are going surprisingly nicely over there. So now we come back to the other team to uh, Major. And uh, Ashley is plating her gumbo. Her gumbo is herbs with red rice and seasoning meat. And so Padma has it. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm. look, it shows how much I love it. Mm-hmm. I love Padma's dramatic. <laughs> and Hunter's like, wow, so rich, so deep. Is he single? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate how beautifully she made it, how arduously she cut those carrots, how had the attention to detail that she went, okay, Gail, enough about the about the the fudgy the whale cake you just bought from Carvel. Just eat the damn thing. <laughs> so now the food is coming out more quickly and Tom's happy. And Buddha serves Nick's 26 spice strip. A strip steak, um, which is lightly barbecued with potatoes and oxtail marmalade. And mm. Hunter's like, I mean, sour cream, chives, and potatoes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> wow, it's like you videotaped Gail's wedding and memorized the whole thing, stalker. <laughs> and Gail's like, I love the oxtail marmalade. Well, that's obvious. You're wearing it on your head for crying out loud. Do you not know what a hat is? <laughs> The only thing that would uh, make this better is a college degree and uh, bone marrow. Bone marrow. <laughs> An appreciation of your father's sacrifices. I think that would make this better. And Padma and Gail have such a weird, serious response because yes. Padma just decides when to be serious on random lines. So he's like, what would make this better is bone marrow. And she goes, you don't need it, Tom. And he's like, uh, Gail says, well, it's not about need. It's about desire. Keep it in your pants, Gail. <laughs> Wow, what a weird dramatic moment for bone marrow. Well, it's like what I told David Chang about his latest food special. We don't need it. You've already done 35 of them for crying out loud. <laughs> I don't was kill scrolling the lily. through. I was scrolling. I'm sorry, I'm changing positions in my chair, which of Please. course sounds like me moving house. But um <laughs> I saw I was scrolling through Instagram and Padma had one where she's breaking off a piece of bread and you know how you don't hear the sound at first, you have to like click the sound thing. Yes. So, so I clicked it and she's like David Chang, Jonathan Waxman. Like, seriously? Like, we couldn't make this shit up better. Uh, it's for charity. Look at me breaking a piece of bread. Sorry, this bread was harmed during the making of this. Maria Conchita Alonzo. <laughs> just, she's just saying celebrity names. <laughs> so uncuttable shortbread over at Jax's restaurants. Oh, God. People are trying to cut into it, and it's flying off the plate. And Jax is like, I've got an idea. We're going to have them eat it with their hands. Okay? So we don't have that problem. How about you make... How about you don't overcook your shortbread? Because shortbread should not be difficult to cut like that. It should crumble apart. Have you never had a freaking Danish sugar cookie? Okay? It's like a crumble. It's It's a crumble machine. So they make That's them eat with their hands, right? And then they show a cowboy who's just eating this shortbread. And he's got the full-on cowboy hat and everything. And he goes, well, that was an adventure. I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you really, uh, you've really tested it with this cowboy. He's over it. He's over his handheld shortbread. He's like, listen, and I once had to guide a bunch of cows from Oklahoma down to Texas. Like, I literally lived the storyline of City Slickers. But this was the true adventure here. <laughs> cookie with some stuff on it. <laughs> so, uh, over at the other restaurant, Damara is serving his mother's carrot cake uh, with coconut and candied ginger. And Padma's like, ah, 
I love this. Oh, so carroty, right? <laughs> I love a carrot caramel. So carroty. The most carroty thing I ever had in my entire life. Super carroty. I love carrots. I'm Padma Lakshmi on behalf of the Carrot Council of America. David Chang, Jonathan Waxman, Anthony Bourdain. That's all I had to say. Anybody else want to take over? <laughs> Anne Burrell. The Judy Davis, Barbara Streisand. <laughs> and ranking. <laughs> so Tom, Tom's like, Dying a man uh, off. <laughs> Tom's like, this is the most restauranty of restaurant experiences we've ever had here on Top Chef, Bodmo. And Hunter's like, with just 36 hours, I'd love to see what they do with a week. <laughs> It'd be shitty, I'll tell you that much. Don't get used to it, Hunter. Well, we've just finished dinner, so now for Gail's after-dinner motto. Let's do it all over again. <laughs> so they go into No Name, and uh, there are some already some issues between Evelyn and Luke, because Luke, they're basically like, Luke, just fire up, like, 20 fish. That's a, another Jackson thing. Like, just just batch cook your fish two hours ahead of time. We'll warm them up, you know? So Luke is like, no, I'm not going to have a fish just sit here for 20 minutes. So the judges walk in. And I love when Padma does this. This is so, this is so silly. You know, there's, these are two fake restaurants. And Padma walks up to the host stand and goes, hi, do you have a reservation for Lakshmi? <laughs> like Padma, it's not a real restaurant. There's not, this is not on open table. Okay. And you're also the judge of the show. Just walk in. She also, everyone pronounces her name wrong, I think, because she's like, hi, do you have a reservation for Lakshmi? Which yeah. I never hear anybody pronounce it that way, um, but she does. You know, yeah. I guess that's what's important. It's her damn name, you know? Yes. But it reminds me of Barbara Streisand <laughs> because it's like Barbara Streisand's birthday or whatever, because, you know, the gays yes, are going everywhere. crazy. Like, this is yeah. the Facebook day that the gays are just going. The past couple of weeks, it was like, how could they treat Liza like that at the Oscars? I'll never forget Gaga. But I didn't watch the Oscars, so I didn't know what that was. So the new thing on the gay things is, um, happy birthday, Barbara. And uh, Barbara, <laughs> someone put a quote of Barbara. She's like, well, finally, I contacted the people over at Apple, you know, the phone people. And they've decided to have Siri pronounce my name properly for the first time ever. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's supposed to Streisand. It's Streisand. Sand, oh. not Zand. Streisand. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Judice. Judy She's going down the Judice hole, you know? Yeah. So uh, the judges walk into No Name after Padma. Apparently, there was a reservation for her, so that was good. So, <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm not on. Oh, imagine if they said, "I'm sorry, we actually don't have a reservation for you." Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll just go somewhere else. I'm sorry, ma'am. We have a party for an Ali Wong. Um, if she <laughs> oh, doesn't show friend. up, that's uh, my friend. No, it says uh, only VIPs. Your name's not on here. I'm so sorry. Oh, mm. uh, was it? Maybe my stage name, Shmadma Lapshmi. <laughs> I'm sorry, you must have that Ali wrong. All right, I'm just going <laughs> to give a call. I'm just going to give my good friend Ali wrong. I'm sorry, this number has been disconnected. Wait a minute. <laughs> Ali Wong's all mad that Padma was nice to Dewanda last week. <laughs> I said I only laughed at one of her jokes, Ali, not all of them. <laughs> uh. 
So um, the, someone is complimenting down. Jacks on Jack, Big Dumb Jackson on being good at front of the house, and he's like, "Well, I just want to do everything the same for everybody." <laughs> he does that huge, like, overly laughing, which I know that he's spitting in everybody's face at the same time. Yeah, um, he's, so it looks like he's killing it. Yeah, but he is not because he is like literally he's talking to a table. The judges are walking in, and someone at the table literally says to him. Go greet the judges. Stop talking to us. Go greet the judges. And he goes to them. He goes, all right, all right. Like, as if, like, he's, like, discounting them. Like, nah, I got this under control. It was, like, both so stupid of him and also so condescending to the people who are giving him, like, really smart advice. Because we have seen Restaurant Wars for, like, nearly 20 years now. And it's always an issue when the judges are not greeted and and he's like uh it's all right all right i got this i got this like no you don't jackson yeah it is like working in a real restaurant where the whole thing it doesn't matter how much you lick those cornholes of the rich people okay or how fine the dining is or how delicious the food is or where the fish was fresh caught from if the hostess is rude, that's that's it. Like yeah. the whole night, everybody's going to leave like, well, they were rude to us over there, you know? Mm-hmm. So they that's tell exactly you in a restaurant, right. every position is important as the one before it, and nobody believes it. But it's true, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's weird about it. And they've also left flowers on the table with little notes that say, welcome judges. And Tom's yeah. like, uh, that's, uh, you know, that's uh, cheesy. Okay, that's cheesy. You know what? If uh, 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 you're going to leave a piece of paper here for me, I'd rather it not be a GED. Okay? I'd rather it be a college <laughs> degree. That would be great. Uh, I mean, you might as well put in uh, one of those little machines that you can play word scrambles on because it's like we're just sitting in some shitty bar that my son works at right now. <laughs> wait, wait. He's uh, filled out the card. It says, Tom, um, please accept this complimentary mixologist who I've sent over just for your table. That's it. Uh, he's going home. <laughs> Okay. Gail, stop eating your Kino card. <laughs> Gail just has her little receipt in her mouth. <laughs> Gail, you won't. They say, remember your numbers, not eat them. I just imagine Gail in <laughs> Vegas sitting down and just dipping something into just dipping a Kino card into ketchup. It was just- on the table. What am I supposed to do with it? Oh, God, now she's licking the video poker screen. <laughs> so uh, Tom's so like, you know what I need? A little human interaction. Okay, well, call Tarts by Fibes. Okay, <laughs> sir, this is a restaurant, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> so they're sitting there, uh, by the way, and Jackson is going all around the table, all around the restaurant, but not to them. They're a waitress, this lady who probably is the one who wrote down welcome judges in like sort of not great handwriting with strange kerning and like the welcome by the way the welcome was like floating up to the top of the note and then the judges was like extended like oddly wide kerning to the side of the note it was like it was terrible and so this lady who's just like a waitress is like you know she's like welcome to no name i mean look there's nothing wrong with the waitress saying this but these are vips you get the maitre d you get the guy in the blazer to say this not the not the waitress so from awkward, craigslist right yes yeah, it's the craigslist waiter and she has to come over and of course the cast doesn't have to wear a mask but she does you know yes. it's like one of those like super fair rules so <laughs> she comes over and when you're not wearing a mask but somebody else is suddenly you're like what 
What are you saying? I can't hear you. You've got a mask on, stupid. <laughs> you know, like when we all have masks on, it's like we can all understand each other. But when one person has it on, you're like, huh? And that's what it was like with her. Because she's like, hi, welcome to the... Welcome. Uh, tonight we're having family style. And she's trying to laugh, but it's it's just a whole poor thing. It was just really awkward. I can't hear her. She's got poor in front of her face. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of pressure for the staff. I mean, a waiter having to say hi, welcome to a table. Disgusting. <laughs> I mean, that's just not fair. This poor lady, literally a poor lady, having to address a table of famous people. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. No wonder she only looked Gail in the eye. Am I right? <laughs> so Tom's like, so Jackson, come here. Come here. So Jackson's like, hi, guys. <laughs> and Tom's like, Jackson, oh, whose idea was this stupid note? You know what? Uh, l- uh, let me tell you something. If you come greet people, you don't need to give them a greeting note. So, uh, you know, pro tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Jackson goes, well, it was supposed to be fun and clever for everyone. I'm like. There was just what where tell me where the cleverness comes in. Tell me what part of it is clever and we can go from there. And please tell me from the back seat of a car sobbing like you just got kicked off the bachelor cuz you need to go home immediately. <laughs> immediately. Just end restaurant wars right there. Okay. Yeah. Welcome judges. So, um first we get you know, this is where I get super classy cuz so much starts happening at once. I wrote, "Now we get the crispy ball thing." Pani puri. So they like the penny puri, um, and Gail. So Gail is actually very persnickety because of the service. Because Gail, Gail is actually like me. Like I've become Gail in this scene where she's like, "Well, the the service is like. I mean, no one's even talking. To, I mean, is someone going to talk to us, or can we just eat it? I mean, <laughs> she's like very fussy because, like, of course they know how to eat it, but she's like upset that Jackson didn't come over and say, "This is how you eat it. This is what it is," which is also kind of bullshit to the people who made this food, also because. He's not even selling it, nor is he describing it to sort of like show the hard work that went into it. Because, you know, there is something to be said about doing a hard sale on on the... Like, if you say, this is some steak, people are like, okay, nice. But if you say, oh, this is a, our dry our dry age steak sat for 48 hours in a locker. And then we actually put it out onto a highway and it got special Texas sun, roasted it, put seaweed on top of it, threw it off a building, caught it, tossed it five more times and put it on your plate. People will be like, ah, that was a lot of work. This tastes delicious. Yes. Everything needs to be presented like Erica's about to be arrested, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jordan from Summer House like, is making it. You know, Penny Purry is judged by liquid, and this is not liquid in here, okay? But I do like the summer roll. And Gail's like, yeah, it's it's uh, like a cross between a summer roll and a ceviche. The sauce really brought it to life. It doesn't count when you pull Hershey's out of your purse. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> Gail, your culotte is not part of the ceviche. Stop eating it. <laughs> uh, so someone says, you know, I'm really missing Jackson. Like, why? Probably Gail. She's like, oh, why isn't it. he over here? Oh, can I really missing Jackson a little bit? <laughs> and Jackson tells it's- us, my goal is to touch every table, but not hover. Yeah, well, that's fine. But the judge's table, you know, and he, and he goes, he goes, I want to show the servers that I'm willing to work hard to support them. Well, guess what? It's not called top server. Okay. It's called also, top chef. They don't really work here. It's a one night get cater waiters don't care. 
Yeah. They don't care. Why don't you support your team that's slaving away in the kitchen over there? You try- He's trying to get cred from the waiters. He- oh gosh, come on. I think I think he was trying not to look like a kiss ass or something. Like there's some yeah. prideful thing where he didn't want to look like a kiss ass. So Evelyn hears the judges, right? Because they're basically in the kitchen. They're sitting at a counter, staring right into the <laughs> kitchen. And Padma, you know, Padma subtle. Gosh, it would sure be nice if I had a six foot seven moron standing over here with his mouth wide open, spitting all over my face, describing things. Jackson did not come once and welcome us. He didn't say anything. We just had to walk right in here and just figure out ourselves. Oh, uh, sort of like you at the dress barn sale. Burnt charred rubbery eggs, am I right, Anger? <laughs> so God, if uh, you've heard Gal ask for burnt umber, then you've known. You know you're in trouble. So Evelyn is like, um, I can hear them, and it's not good. You need to go out there. And Noma's like, I mean, come on, smooth the judge's table. Come on, do it. So Jackson does. He goes out, and he's like, I just don't want to hover. And Padma goes, but that's professional, so bring it on, hover. And Gail's <laughs> like, I'm just um, very confused. And Jackson goes, would you like me to bring you another plate, Gail? Excuse me, she's confused because you haven't told her what the fuck is going on, and you just got lettuce without anything on it sitting on a plate. What the fuck (laughs) is she supposed to think? I know, exactly. And especially because there's two courses that are coming at once. They don't know if there's a, they, they interact or they have to do any, like, if how it's supposed to work. So Gail's like, um, just, so how do we, how do we eat this? Oh, Gail, just do what you always do. Take the plate, put it to your lips, and just swallow. (laughs) Not the plate, though. You're the first person I've ever met that can actually digest porcelain. Oh my god, Gail, you really do look good with lettuce on your head. See what you've done, Jackson. <laughs> so Luke is serving up a curry black cod with coconut rice. And then we also get the the Nem sausage that is that they all made. And um it's so annoying. Ja- I think Jackson says this. He goes, It's a choose your own adventure for the lettuce wrap. I suggest a little bit of everything. <laughs> Don't bring just Jesus. say, put it all in there. Don't say it's a choose-your-own-adventure. This is no, not a choose-your-own-adventure. No choose-your-own-adventure includes lettuce to begin with. Like, there's <laughs> not know. one in the history of the world. So It's like, hmm, which choose-your-own-adventure do, do I want to read? The one where they go to the Bermuda Triangle, the one where they go to, like, an Aztec <laughs> jungle, or the one where they make a lettuce cup? <sighs> so let's see here. So they eat. Um, and Jackson's like, oh, and this dessert is meant to be eaten with your hands. Wow, even a broken clock is right twice a day, am I right, Gail? <laughs> Finally, she's doing it right. Gail, I just have to say this while you're actually in fashion eating with your hands. It is an honor to be at a restaurant in public with you. <laughs> nah. So then they're eating. They're also they're they're also trying um, Noma's curry, and they think it's just like sweet. And guess what? It needs more salt. And for the first time ever, I actually don't blame Noma on this one because Big Dumb Jackson went up to him and said, "It's too salty. You need to under you need to like slow down with the salt." So I felt bad for him in that case. And then I Gail, blame Noma for it. I mean, what kind well, of I mean, idiot do, is like, he? He's a chef. Like a chef needs to be able to tell salt is the most basic part of it you know and look it's the part that's most messed up i think a lot too by any of us but he needs to know his own like he 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 needs to know but like jackson if 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 you have someone if you've been sort of like fucking up on the seasoning and you've and now you don't even trust your own instincts and then someone who's been doing well tells you oh this is too salty you're probably going to defer to them a bit and i think that like 
I think this is a Jackson. I think Jackson fucked him over. I really do. And um, and then Gail is <laughs> Gail is gets snarky. She's like, you know what? It was like a Thai curry that spent a lot of time in Copenhagen. Wow, Gail, that was funny. Look at you talking like us now. <laughs> I know. Tom was like, wow, that was quite a mom joke that you just made, Gail. <laughs> Jeez, let the woman live her life, people. Uh, so, so now it's time for judges' table. Wait, what do they like? Do they like anything? Well, no, they. See? Well, then they say um, they didn't like the dessert. It was boring, basically. And Tom's like, "Well, it was no carrot cake, you know, which is basically what I'm. I'm going to write a card to put on uh, the next family dinner, uh, right in front of my son's plate. <laughs> it's going to just say, you're no carrot cake.' Right? And by the way, they still had to like." coax jackson to even do a spiel about his dessert like he was like and here's your dessert and like uh can you tell us what the dessert is he's like uh it's cookie i mean it was it was so bizarre like don't volunteer to do front of house if you're going to be intimidated to to present to the judges you know yeah so judges table so (laughs) ashley is so determined in this one because you know they always come into judges table trying to look badass yes (laughs) And Ashley is the first one to open the doors, and she just, like, swings both doors open and marches in. I was like, yes, Ashley's coming to take home the prize today. I know. She really did just go right through there. And then Jackson, meanwhile, is like, this was absolutely the hardest challenge we've done so far. I'm like, you made a cookie. You literally made a cookie. I can't with him. Well, I think both restaurants did a great job of putting out delicious food. Hmm. Yeah, it was uh, very, very successful. Matriarch, uh, please stay here. No name. You can step to the side and then all stare at Jackson, who ruined it for you. Matriarch, stay here. No neck, cover your shoulders. No name. You can step to the side. So congrats. (laughs) Matriarch without an H wins. (laughs) How did you decide on your rolls? That was a play on words because you served us delicious Parker rolls. And Buddha's like, oh, you know, I put my hand up for that. Um, And also, I just love the front of the house, I've got to say. And Tom's like, well, great job. You know, I mean, it seemed like it was in the planning for uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, eight months. You know, how long does it normally take? Well, I mean, what a a novel idea that you you actually, like, uh, planned something out. Like, you actually sat down and thought about, like, this is what I want to do. I mean, I mean, certainly I've never seen that really in the world of mixology. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, oh, so um, Tom asked Buddha if anyone questioned his bread. And um, Gail just looks like, don't you ever question bread. Okay. <laughs> and Padma's like, yeah, this is the best bread I've ever had on Top Chef. <laughs> it was the Lena Waithe of bread. <laughs> So good, so talented, and so my friend. And so then Tom is like, yeah, your Parker Rolls were uh, one day in. They were just as good as anything I've ever served in 40 years of working in the business. Will you be my son? I would like you to be my new son. (laughs) Then they talk about Nick's steak, and Hunter's like, well, you know, steak and potatoes is basic, but you took it to another level. Just keep striving, Gail. One day someone will say that to you. <laughs> and Tom then the, and Tom said, you know, uh, you're leaving out the best part, the uh, oxtail marmalade. Wow. And Pamela goes, I love your oxtail marmalade. I love it so much. I want to give its own special on Hulu. And we could walk around in cities and be like, who made up cows? <laughs> Where did we steal cows from? 
Damar. She like turns to Damar. She's like, because they're about to talk about the carrot cake. She goes, Damar. And Gail goes, I actually am not a big carrot cake fan. Really? Because it's all over your mouth still. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I celebrate my birthday with carrot cake. Um, what? I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. There's something so weird about carrot cake to me, too, because it's a controversial cake. You know, carrot cake is controversial. If carrot cake is somewhere, someone either says, I love carrot cake. I'm a loving carrot cake kind of. I'm a loving any cake kind of a person. No cake left behind is how I live. <laughs> but um, a lot of people are like, ew, carrot cake, gross. Like really? some people just, yeah. Uh, some I mean, people I- just don't like it. It's like the cilantro of cakes. I mean, I feel like when I was a kid, I didn't like it because it was like carrots was a vegetable. And then I realized it was like the most delicious cake of all time. Um, I feel like I feel like there's a, I feel like it's a 75 percent yay for carrot cake and 25 percent nay. I don't feel like it's a, as divisive as as cilantro. Now, a cilantro cake, that would be divisive. <laughs> I would totally eat that, too. Carrot cake is controversial. OK, you don't have to believe it. <laughs> it is. OK, that's it. <laughs> The end. Thank you for coming. You've all won $40,000. Get the fuck out. Stop trying to drum up a storyline about carrot cakes, okay? We all (laughs) like it. There's no drama. Stop trying to get a divorce over carrot cake. (laughs) So um, Tom's like, you know, and uh, Leah. Oh, go ahead. No, go on. Sorry. No. Oh, no. I had nothing to say. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I was going to say the same thing as you, so you do it. Oh. You know, Leah. Sorry, I was talking like Padma for a second. <laughs> nice try, unfamous person. <laughs> well, uh, I know Leah Chase was one of the matriarchs for Gumbo, and uh, she's smiling right now. You know, Leah Chase has been more episodes on this season than she ever was in life. So, you know, congratulations to her. Like, Leah's went, Leah, they should just give Leah Chase the award for this season. And you know what? <laughs> I'd be right behind it, because I yeah. love her food. Uh, of course. And I love her bank. Anyway... Padma, I mean, <laughs> Ashlyn, <laughs> you expedited a woman-led kitchen, and you made the salmon. You made the gumbo. Why did you choose the salmon? And I'm going to say this in a way that makes you feel just a twinge of shame at your finally good moment on this show. Well, I was going to go with bitter lettuce. We're just going to bleep that out later, okay? <laughs> because you're a hero of this story. <laughs> Ashley, you win. There was only one chef who was instrumental in this win, and her name is Ashley. Even though I already said you won, I'm going to pretend that we're still waiting to hear. The winner is... It's Ashley. You've already said three times it was Ashley. It's Ashley! Even though you didn't manage to use any grains of paradise, which I have many of, <laughs> you still won... Now, Tom, try to make her cry. Give it your best shot. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, Ashley, I know Leah Chase was one of the matriarchs with a full H sitting on your shoulder today, and she's smiling down at you. So uh, if you want to cry, now would be your chance. Jay, you can also cry. We're going to cut to you a few times because you actually had a relationship with Leah Chase. Do you want to cry as well? Does anyone want to cry? No tears. Anyone? Tears. Leah Chase, I'm watching you on Heaven Cam. You've got cilantro in your teeth. That's the <laughs> thing about gumbo le herb. Am I right? <laughs> Also, rest in peace, Monique from from Tarsa Fabes. <laughs> she's looking over her shoulders too. So Ashley's happy, and she's like, "This is the first time I haven't watered down my food, and now I'm proving something." Step to the side. So now, <laughs> no name steps forward. 
with the four tarts of Fabes, please step forward. <clears throat> Your restaurant was poo-poo in a diaper and a paper straw in an all-day drink. <laughs> Welcome to the loser line, stupids. I, I also just love the way Padma says it, too. She goes, Team No Name. Your restaurant was our least favorite of the day. As if there was like five other restaurants. <laughs> so we went to five other restaurants that aren't even in the competition. And we still decided they were better than your shithole. So how did you decide to deserve... How did you decide to serve two courses at once? And Jackson's like, um, well, it dawned on me that the dishes looked small, so I thought if we just give you more food... Listen, only one of us here is named Gail. <laughs> I know. What logic was this that he was talking about? It dawned on me that two bites felt really small. I mean, where have you been all season? I mean, that's what they... I mean, look at Padma. Do you think she wants to have large bites she wants small bites yeah i mean they're having ninety thousand courses tonight they need just uh, small courses are fine jackson and tom's like why were you weird coming over to talk to us and he's like well i wanted to treat you like i treat everyone which isn't true because he was really nice to everyone else and kissed yeah, their ass. he so certainly was evelyn i think you know the puri part of it are you excited that you think I, i'm just gonna compliment you guess what it's called Panny Puri, and Panny is the Hindi word for water, and that's a crucial element, and you didn't have any water, but if you'd like to cry, your tears will be accepted into your little fried shell. <laughs> and then we had the summer roll from Jay. You know, she says everything like she's about to kill somebody, um, but Hunter's like, you blew us away with your sauces. <laughs> and that leads us to the cabbage and the fish curry. Now, I may be mistaken, but that cabbage still seemed like it had a little bit of emotional resolve left in it. Did you break it down properly? Um, I'm getting a spam, so I'm just I'm now hearing, when I get spam. I'm a, I open them and I just start pressing buttons. I heard be I heard I heard button sounds. It's my new way to try <laughs> to uh, get them to stop calling me. Not working, but hey, I have fun making music. <laughs> You're getting a bill for $900 now because you pressed <laughs> yes. If you would like to donate $900 to the Gale Academy, press two. If you'd like, this is Padma Lakshmi calling. If you'd like to donate a very, to a very important cause, including people like David Chang, Jonathan Waxman, Anthony Bourdain, Bryce Dallas, someone. <laughs> A question voters across the, uh, across the country are deliberating right now. Why does Chris Pratt have red hair now? I just can't. Am I right? Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> okay. So they love Jay's. Um, they love the next one. Oh, yeah. Luke's didn't have any salt, right? Which I'm sure yeah, you said. Yeah, there's no salt. And uh, Tiffany's like, did you guys try this? I mean, didn't you think it needed salt? And uh, Jackson says, well, I thought it was over-seasoned. I mean, listen, don't, just don't say anything. At least try to save yourself at this point. Like, everything that went wrong, he's like, yeah, that was my idea. Oh, I thought it was over -seasoned. If everyone's saying, if the, all the judges are saying this was under-seasoned, and you, and don't, you don't have to chime in and say, I thought it was over-seasoned, Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Well, whose bright idea was it to possibly disappoint us with this sausage dish I won't tell you if I'm happy or mad about yet? 
<laughs> so it's Evelyn and Jax, and she's, and who made the sauce? So Jay did it. She goes, well, this was a very successful course, much like my first season of Taste the Nation. The sausage, the seasoning, it was a beautiful sauce. Wow, Jay, you really do know your way around a condiment. Am I right, Hunter, editor-in-chief of Food & Wine magazine? You want to <laughs> co-sign this with me? Watch out, Mandy's queen 11 years in a row. Sorry, Gail. There's a new <laughs> condiment queen in town. <laughs> so then Gail's like, you know, I thought the shortbread was good, but uninspired. Oh, like your hair, Gail. <clears throat> and Tom's just like, you suck. Uh, I hope you all die. Hate your food. Okay, now please go away. And Patton was like, go, go think of being better. <laughs> okay, judges, let's just talk amongst ourselves. Yeah. Pamela goes, we have a very hard decision to make. Just kidding. It's pretty obvious. Am I right, everyone? <laughs> so in the stew room, there's dramatic music playing, and Jackson's nervous. He's clasping his hand and breathing heavily all over Buddy. And he's like, so, guys, there's something I need to share with you that I've been hiding. I was like, oh, my God. He's been planning this all season for the yep. second that he sucked, and it is not the right time it nope. is just so sad it's like watching a real housewives waste an argument that you know they've been <laughs> planning for a year and they just blow it yeah he's like guys i got covid about three and a half weeks before we started filming and my taste and smell went away and it hasn't really come back and i'm kind of doing this all blind and they just all look at him like what the fuck is wrong with you evelyn just like rolls her eyes and <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I just didn't want to tell you all because it would be like a weakness. And what? Evelyn's like, uh, yesterday we were tasting everything and we kept tasting it and tasting it. And you had no problem giving your opinion. And uh, of course, Noma's like, uh, you said my fish was too salty. So you're going to have to live with that because you're not going home today. I'm going home. Yeah. And you know what? If you go home, you fucking go home because you still don't know how to salt food. I'm sorry True. you're depressed. Okay? I'm sorry you've got depression issues. I do too. I get it. You still don't know how to salt your food. That is unforgivable. Go home. Get out. <laughs> so back in the, at the deliberations, Padma's like, you know, it's such a shame because this team gave us some delicious food. Just kidding. It was all shit. Mm -hmm. Well, it was family style, and uh, we all know that uh, just because most of the family is successful and delicious doesn't mean that <laughs> the son's always going to be, and that was a mistake. You know, uh, all these years I thought family style was just serving plates on big food on big plates that everyone shares, but it turns out family style is when you have a lot of good food, and then you recommend some more good food to come after it, and then that food instead decides to go to a different table, and then you still have to pay for that table. Uh, and Hunter's like, I just don't think there was a leader here. And Tom goes, yes, there was, stupid. It was Evelyn. That was the leader. And Padma's like, well, she was the executive chef, and she did make that delicious curry. <laughs> and Gail's like, well, um, all of those wishy-washy, terrible decisions, as far as we can tell, mostly by the big six-foot-five guy just nodding and saying, yes, that was my decision, seems like all those decisions came from Big Dumb Jackson. <laughs> well, Jackson was also responsible for the non-existent front of house. And the dessert. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you one person who's not going anywhere. It's Jay, queen of condiments, the ketchup countess. Am I right, everyone? <laughs>
Uh, Tom's like, well, quite frankly, it should be Luke. I mean, you could fault Jackson for making bad decisions, but at least he made some decisions. What did Luke do? Like, Luke didn't do anything. I'm not even sure Luke's in there. Has anybody snapped a finger in front of Luke's face? <laughs> Has Luke ever said one word? Who the fuck is Luke? Why is Luke slouching more every every day? Every day? His hands are practically dragging on the floor at this point. Can, can get someone, someone get Luke a weighted blanket? Because I can't with him. Get rid of him. Uh, Tom's just still triggered by Luke. I am your father, am I right? Daddy issues. <laughs> so <laughs> Tiffany's like, yeah, I was originally thinking Jackson, but you're right. Luke didn't do shit. So <laughs> then in the kitchen, Luke's like, oh, don't worry, Jackson. You're safe. <laughs> uh, and again, you can be as angry as you want. Learn to salt your food. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It's true, but Jackson really should be going home because he just like destroyed this team. So uh, now uh, it's like like okay, like the you know the chef that's gonna be going home tonight uh, reminds me of my son, disappoints me like my son, and um, you know he's just really like not that great. And yet I'm still gonna send him a check at the end of this competition. Puma. <laughs> Jackson, I'm not even going to pretend to be teary-eyed tonight. Please pack your knives if you even... Please pack your sporks and go, stupid face. Please pack your stupid handwritten note that you didn't even write. <laughs> Gladys Please from Craigslist. Please pack your eat this with your hands and go. No knives. Please pack your grains of not paradise and go. And Tom's like, wow, you took a lot on and... uh Somehow, you made it all less than mediocre. So, we'll see you in Lost John's Kitchen. And Jackson made me so mad because I don't think he really thinks he messed up. And in fact, like, his ego started to come out because he goes, you know, I've learned that, like, everyone, sometimes I make the wrong decision. It bites me in the ass. And I basically was on the top every single round. And then, you know, the time I was on the bottom, I got eliminated. So, in his mind, he's like, I, I'm awesome. I just had this one-off moment. It's like, no. Because we always will, rem- will remember what you did to Queso. That will always come back. Okay. So he just thinks he's the shit. <laughs> and putting the meat under the grill on a meat challenge where nobody no, that, that can was, find the meat. No, yeah, that was, was uh, no, that was Jonathan, I thought. Oh, no, no. It was or Jonathan. Was you're right. He was the one who couldn't find it when Jonathan. Oh, my yeah, gosh. I'm but, glad you saved that. Top Chef Purist would have been like, how dare you, sir? But you know, though, in retrospect, you know, Jackson, a better chef, probably would have looked everywhere. Right. Or they would have been able to sniff it out. (laughs) Everybody, thank you so much for joining us for Top Chef Right. Yeah, what a fun time. We'll be back uh, with Summer House and Below Deck Sailing Yacht later this week. So keep an ear out for it. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni, she don't take no baloney. Courtney Shamazing Shaudel. Dana C. Dana Do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She leaves us in stitches, it's Catherine Taylor. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. 
can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.